You're listening to The Truth With Studi on the Stream Grace Network. Hey, happy Tuesday evening on this July 18th of the year 2023. I'd like to welcome everyone that's listening from abroad, whether you're here in good old Oklahoma, uh, United States, or if you're listening from India, Ghana, or China, or wherever, Timbuktu, I welcome you. And if you are hearing my voice, whether this is live, which right now we are live, or if you're listening to the rebroadcast, rest assured. It's a divine appointment, and you will be blessed. So will I. I'm looking forward to what the Lord has for us in this edition of The Truth with Studi. So, I'm going to read some lyrics to you. Now, if you were born any time, you know, before the 80s, um, if you watched American television at all, you should be familiar with a show called The Dukes of Hazard. It was a show I grew up liking as a child. Um, it, it has become controversial over the last several years just because the, the Dodge Charger they rode in had a Confederate flag on top. But as like some of the main actors like John Snyder that played... Um, Bo Duke says in uh, on many occasions, uh, if you watch the show, you knew there was nothing racist about it. In fact, they they actually had all types of people from all colors that they helped. Uh, the The theme of the show is basically some good old boys, right, hillbillies uh, that were cousins, and they liked uh, racing in their Dodge Charger and. Uh, and they were always running from the law, but the only reason why is because the law in this place, Dukes of Hazard, again, it's Hazard County where they lived. So the law was corrupted. The law was always ripping people off. And so the Duke boys, Bo and Luke Duke, and their uncle Jesse and their cousin Daisy, was always going on adventures, helping out people kind of like Robin Hood did, right? The story of Robin Hood, if you're familiar with that. And so even though it looked like they were bad boys because the law was after them, if you're not familiar with the story, then understand the fact that in this case, the law in these counties, the backwoods were were corrupt. So the Dukes were there to help out the little guy, right? And so I just wanted to kind of go over these lyrics. Just the good old boys, never meaning no harm, Beats all you ever saw been in trouble with the law since the day they were born. Straightening the curve, now remember that, flattening the hills. Someday the mountain might get them, but the law never will. Making their way the only way they know how. Well, that's just a little bit more than the law will allow. Just the good old boys. Wouldn't change if they could, fighting the system like a true modern-day Robin Hood. Well, I hope you enjoyed my rendition of that song. It was originally sung by the famous Waylon Jennings, 
a famous country singer. If, if you're not from here in America and not familiar with them, uh, he was a really good singer, good artist. But as you can tell, that theme song that would come on, I would hear that theme song as a young boy, and they're showing them jumping in their orange Dodge Charger. I believe it was a 1969 Dodge Charger, and I was so excited. What, what will this edition, what will this episode bring us? What adventures, right? And so it's all exciting. Uh, but just like the lyrics said here, they're making their way. The only way they know Holland is talking about straightening the curve, flattening the hills. And I was thinking of these lyrics uh, because of that's what the Lord does, right? When, and I, that's what I want to talk about tonight is pathways. Pathways. If uh, Sister Sheila, if you're out there listening, I know you're going to like this because I know that's that's something you enjoy, right? Pathways. So, <clears throat> so let's talk about pathways. What's your path? This journey in life, where you're supposed to be going, right? So, with pathways, let's let's start off in let's start off in Matthew chapter three. So this is at the very beginning in the gospel, and it says, In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight paths for him. So John the Baptist was Jesus' cousin, and he was the one appointed by God to prepare the path for Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one, the one even here where it talks about in Isaiah that so many prophetic um, words are spoken in the, the, the Old Testament and the prophets, uh, mainly Isaiah being one of those, right? And here is John the Baptist. He's making the way for the Lord to make straight paths for him, right? So on his journey, so he is, he's like the meat tenderizer, folks, because you got to understand you had all the religious Pharisees and the Sadducees back in those days, the religious leaders that they were more concerned about obeying every letter of the law rather than showing love, which was even given in the Old Testament, the true commandment was loving God and loving others. But they were more concerned with obeying every letter of the law. And so here's John. He's coming, and he's saying, repent. And he doesn't have the look, right? The religious folks don't like him. He don't have the look. You know, he's not wearing the three-piece suit, right? He's not got his beard shaved just right. I mean, this dude's a wild dude. He's eating locusts and honey and uh, he's a wild guy and he he is just like your brother right here Studi. he spoke the truth he gave the truth as god gave it to him and who knows when you speak the raw truth you're not a popular guy for the most part especially in true religious sectors right and so that's what he did he was tenderizing the pokes he's getting them ready for the real meat the real meat and potatoes which is going to be jesus christ to come and show the way right and so and speaking of the way um let's let's look at john chapter 
14, if you got your Bibles. I'll give you a second there as you go over to uh, the Gospel of John. And so in the Gospel of John, again, we're going to chapter 14 here. And I'm having technical difficulties, if you'll just bear with me, okay. So, all right. So in John 14, we've got Jesus. And he's talking to the disciples, and he says... And, and notice most of this chapter is in red because when Jesus is talking, you know, you're red letter edition, so you know it's important. He tells his disciples, he's trying to comfort them. He says, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that? I'm going there to prepare a place for you. Well, that's comforting, right? He's going to prepare a place for us in heaven and eternity. So he's, he's telling this and starting again, continuing at verse 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. And notice where he said where I am. Not only where he is physically, but that's where Jehovah, that's where the Godhead, God the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, that's where they dwell in the heavenlies. And so, again, when Moses was saying, who should I tell them sent me when God's talking to him out of the burning bush, he says, tell them I am. I am that I am. So God's the I am. So here he's saying, I'm going to take you back where the I am is, right? You know the way to the place where I'm going. And then Thomas, he's just like, you know, doubting Thomas. He's trying to get it. You know, he's kind of being a knucklehead. He goes, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way? And here's that famous answer. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. And so here we go. So John's making the pathway straight for his cousin Jesus, the Messiah to come. Jesus comes, boom, I am the way and the truth and the life. There you go. Which way should we go? What's the answer? It's always the way of Jesus because he is the way. No matter what path you're on, if you, if you get lost, if you need direction, just look and fix your eyes on Jesus because he's the way. Uh, well, verse 8, Philip uh, said, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, Don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been with you for such a long time. So Philip, just like just like his fellow disciple Thomas, being a knuckle here, he just, just not getting it. Jesus having to break it down in terms so he can understand. He says, Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence that the works themselves 
Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I'm going to the Father. And I'll do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I'll do it. Wow. I mean, think about what he just revealed to them. So they're seeing Jesus heal the blind, open the blind eyes, open the deaf ears, making the lame walk again, raising the dead, right? Lazarus. They're seeing these amazing things, and he's telling them the secret is, is me, you know, having me in you, that you are going to do what I've been doing, but even greater again. Because why? Because he's the way. He's the path. He is the life. But how are they going to do this without Jesus? Because Jesus says he's going to the Father. So how's that going to work? Well, it's it continues, and the answer is found going forward in verse 15. Well, if you love me, keep my commands... And I will ask the Father, and he'll give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live. You also will live. On that day, you'll realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. So, again, that is the key right there, is how will we be able to do this way? How will we be able to walk the straight path? the same pass at Jesus. Well, he just told told him because if you remember right, back when John the when John the Baptist when he baptized his cousin Jesus, then the Holy Spirit came down like a dove like and that heavenly voice of his father from above said, "This is my son in whom I'm well pleased," which is is a that's a perfect context and when you see the three separate parts of the Godhead, the triune Godhead of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, all in one place there. And so the Holy Spirit was in Jesus to allow him to have the anointing to go about doing the works that he did, which what he said, I'm doing the works of my Father, right? And the way that God does his will and his work is was through Jesus, through the Holy Spirit. And so then when Jesus ascends, again, he promised the comforter. He promised the advocate, that being the Holy Spirit. So they, too, would have that same indwelling, again, of the Holy Spirit, which later had risen, the Messiah, risen Jesus, their rabbi, their Messiah from the dead, that same power in Acts chapter 2 came down in dwelt within the disciples. So that was the secret of being in the way. That was the secret in having your paths straight, 
right? Going back to those Dukes of Hazzard uh, lyrics, you know, making their way, you know, straightening the curves, flattening the hills. That's what the Lord will do for you. When you have a mountain in your way, he'll flatten it. He'll move it out of the way. When you're when you're getting hit with a curve, he's going to straighten it for you. Again, because why? Because Jesus is the way and the life and the truth. You know, he says in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 6, he says, In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. So if you're walking in the Spirit of God, and you are aligned with the Holy Spirit, then he's your shepherd, and the Lord says, mm, you are my sheep. My sheep know my voice. And it's that still, small voice of the Holy Spirit. So that as you're going, when you wake up from the time you open your eyes and you take that first breath of one your conscience in the morning to say, Lord, here I am. I thank you for life. I thank you for breath. I thank you that you have given me a purpose. Make my path straight today. Lead me in the paths of righteousness for your namesake, like Psalms 23 says, right? Because he's the shepherd. He's guiding your way. And so how do you align with that? It's listening and being having those Holy Spirit antennas open to hear. And that way, when you do that, you're acknowledging him, and he'll make your path straight so that when those curves come, he'll straighten them. When that mountain comes, when that hill comes, boom, he, he makes it straightway for you. Uh, and then in the next chapter, Proverbs 4, in 26-27, it says, Watch the path of your feet, and all your ways will be established. Do not turn to the right nor to the left. Turn your foot from evil. So that's what it's talked about over the years. If you've ever heard going down the path of the straight and narrow, that's what that's talking about because... Word talks about broad is the path that leads to destruction. Why is that? Because when you are not aligned with the Holy Spirit, when you are not in His Word, when you are not living by faith, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word, so you have to be in God's Word. You have to be meditating on His Word. You have to be connected with the Holy Spirit to hear what God's saying to you, which is also called his rhema word, in order to walk this rough terrain called planet Earth in this corrupted world with all the corrupted flesh and the powers of evil that are there, the principalities, because it says that you know we struggle against powers and principalities. And when you saw Jesus walk the earth, he... He had to cast out demons, and the disciples did as well. And those were not just for that time, because those same spirits and those same demons are still around today. And they're still the enemy's minions. So they're trying to mess up your path. They're trying to entice you 
They're trying to draw you into every direction away from where God would have you walk. And so that's where that broad path is. And that's why there's so many that are walking that broad path. And that broad path takes you into pits. It takes you down the roads you don't need to. It takes you in those back alleys where you get mugged, when you get rolled, where you get beat up. And it may be looking good because sin, sin is fun. Sin tastes good. Sin sounds good. It feels good. But what does the scripture say? It says, for the wages of sin lead to death. They lead to death. They lead to death in your emotions, in your soul, in your body. I mean, you know, those, those guys go and get that one night stand and then later they have to go to the doctor and find they've got some kind of bad disease from what happened and they have suffering from that, right? So maybe that sin felt good for a moment, but look what it led to, right? And then continue on with that type of reasoning. You go and that liquor tastes good. It gave you a good buzz in the head. It made it gave you a time of escape from the reality. Maybe you're stressed out of your work. Maybe you got other worries on your mind, so you go to the bottle, right? You get drunk to escape. But then you you have to wake up back to those same problems the next day. Those problems didn't go away. They're still there, right? So you have to wake up to the same issues, except now you've got a hangover. And then you continue down that path, then you can get liver disease and cirrhosis and all kinds of health problems. You can get... Uh, you can get uh, diabetes because of the sugar alcohol. Uh, it can lead you down bad paths so that when you're drunk in state, you're making bad decisions. Because again, what does it say? Scripture says the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But before it says that, it says, be ye sober. Okay? Why? Because that enemy is trying to make you drunk on the world whether it be drunk with wine liquor uh, marijuana drugs because all these things they alter the mind and yeah they may give you what the world is saying the doctors are saying uh, help benefits help with mitigating your diseases your sicknesses your condition right but they alter your brain they take away sober thinking which allows a foothold so again where it says the devil goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour he's looking for those that are intoxicated intoxicated on whether it be alcohol drugs or the word hey you can be intoxicated on binge watching that netflix series right because what do all those things have in common there's something to escape from your reality now am i saying it's a sin and you you want to go watch a, a good movie right absolutely not i'm talking about an excess of things uh, and 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 being in a state of mind where you are not cognizant of what's going on where you make bad decisions most folks when they're drinking and they're out and about whether it be in the you know, doing something with their work teammates or they're, they're at a party, usually excess 
alcohol usually leads to bad mistakes. When you hear about these sports athletes, these famous sports athletes, they were out at a club or they were at a party and they drunk to excess or they were on drugs. And it's in those moments where they make the mistakes that can be mistakes that can affect the rest of their life, end them up in prison, in their career. And so again, be sober-minded. Walk in the Spirit, which that will lead you down the straight and narrow, and you won't be caught unawares by that evil slew foot, right, that's going about. He's sniffing for fear. He's sniffing for blood. He's looking for folks that are not in their right mind, all right? Um, so, yeah, so that is... Um, that is the pathways. Now you might say, now Michael, um, man, I don't even know how to get to that next step. How do I even get to a level? Man, I got a lot of stuff to clean up. You might be saying, uh, what's my next steps? I've got so many things wrong with me. I've got to get cleaned up before I can come to Jesus. Well, I got good news for you. Um, good news. That's the gospel. That's why I say I got good news for you. I got the gospel for you. And the gospel of this, first of all, the only thing it costs is your confession, your confession of faith. You don't have to pull out a credit card. You don't have to write out a check. You don't have to pull out cash. All you got to do is say a little prayer, make a confession, but then you have to mean it. You do have to make a commitment. Because if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you don't want to live that life anymore that leads you down there where you are not satisfied, where you are trying to find an escape all the time because you're so stressed, whether it be from work, from other issues, right? Because again, you are walking down the path of the, the broad, the broad path that, that the common man that's living in sin is walking. And that those paths take you down streets you don't want to be because they're dark, right? And they have consequences. You can get on that straight and narrow path. I want you to say this prayer with me. And like I said, mean it. Mean it like your eternal life depends on it because it does. It does. But not only that, this prayer, when you accept Christ in your life, it's not just waiting for eternity down the road, but faith is now. Jesus went to the cross. He took a beating. He was executed in the worst humane way, and he did it for you, did it for me, and he did it so not only would we have eternal life with him, but he did it so that you would have life abundance. Again, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but it says... But I have come, Jesus said, I have come that you might have life to the fullest or life in abundance. Are you tired of how your life has been? Does it go in a circle of insanity? Do you find yourself always failing? Well, take on the, the life of abundance, the full life that Jesus has for you. Faith now. It's now. You can have that now. And you can lean on his shoulders. He's got big shoulders. He'll put you in his hand he will be your refuge he will be your high tower he'll do the heavy lifting 
you'll just do your part and he'll do his part and it can work out for you so just say this prayer say Lord Jesus I believe that you came to this earth I believe that you died for my sins I believe by by your stripes I'm healed and I believe that when you died you rose again on the third day I believe you took the keys to death hell and the grave and you paid the price for my eternity you paid the price so that I could have abundant life now Lord I want that life come dwell in me with your Holy Spirit so that I may be made whole make the old things that was the old me pass away deliver me from any addictions deliver me from any bondage through your anointing and make all things new so that I'm a new creation in you. From this day forward, I want to serve you, Lord, and you will not only be my Savior, but you will be my Lord that I surrender to daily, and I want to do your will for my life. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll write it down. That's July 18th is your new birthday. Praise God. And hey, guess what? If you need prayer right now for healing, I want to pray for you. I feel there's some folks out there. Uh, there's someone out there right now that's listening. You are suffering with migraines. Listen, God took the stripes for you. You are healed. I want you to receive that healing right now. Just take it. He's, he's walking by. Jesus is walking by. Grab the hem of his garment just like the woman with the issue of blood she reached out in faith i want you to reach out in faith god's already healed you you've already got the victory just receive it it's the gift just like salvation so you are healed in the name of jesus if you're suffering with those migraines receive that word that that's just not michael studeman that's the anointing okay holy spirit sees you and knows you i can't see you i can't see anyone through this headset I don't know who's out there, and I'm not making a random guess. I promise you this is the word of knowledge coming from the Holy Spirit. There's someone with a broken foot. You have a fraction that's in your foot, and it's actually like kind of going crosswise. I don't know how you did that, but God said just receive your healing right now in the name of Jesus. Someone's got uh, your, your left ear. You have issues with your left ear with hearing and pain right now receive that healing in the name of jesus um yeah there's someone that's vi visually impaired you've got some issues you, you I, for some reason i see like these broken glasses or they're having issues with your glasses and you get so frustrated because of how the kind of glasses that you have i don't know if there's something with your frames but all you got to do is receive your healing you won't have to wear those glasses anymore god your healer he is the God who heals you. Receive that healing in Jesus' name. Well, I hope that this message finds you well, whether you're listening right now live or the rebroadcast. I want you to go with the confidence the rest of this week, knowing that you are fighting from victory. Your victory's already been won. And go down that path, the straight and narrow 
Acknowledge him in all your ways. And yep, you know it's coming. If you listen to this podcast, then you can't deny that you have been served the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth in Jesus' name. Y'all have a blessed, blessed week. Studio out.